Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're married with a business. So we're here to share our stories and some tips and what's works for us and what doesn't as it relates to owning a business together, working together every day, and then working together at home. So that's where we're here. How was your week? It was good. We had a lot of nice weather here in New England. And so I bribed the kids because we're still homeschooling. If they could get their work done before lunch, after lunch, we could go swimming. And that seemed to work a couple of times. Yeah, we uh, we, we seem to they, they seem to be getting their work done in a more timely fashion. Yes. So this week, this week was a smooth week. Knock on wood. We'll see how next week goes. We got two weeks left of school. So Awesome. So, Allison, what we're going to try to do this week is something a little bit different. You have a little activity for us to try to do this week. Yeah, you know, we've been together 20 years, and you think that you know everything about somebody. But I was uh, looking at online at some things, and I thought it would be fun to do a Would You Rather and ask each other some questions and see what we can learn about each other. I was looking over the questions. I think some of them I'll know your answer, and some of them I won't. But but we'll see. And it, it's a good exercise to, you know, just for a fun time. We've been together for a long time. It's it's a good exercise just to, you know, sort of reconnect again instead of the mundane every single day. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about this. Gets you out of your comfort zone. Gives you a little back and forth banter. You know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So I'm asking you the first question. Okay. All right. And uh, and then we'll take turns going back and forth. So here, here's a question for you, Allison. Would you rather be a movie star or a famous musician? Well, I'm not very musically inclined, but I think I'd say musician because um, you can be a musician and people don't necessarily know you all the time. Like you could go places and some, I feel like a lot of musicians are very profound and their words have impact on people's lives. And so I think I'd have to say musician. Yeah. I think for me, if I had to answer that question, it would also be musician, but that's also because I play a lot of musical instruments. I was a music major for a while in college. So you were in a band, like you're, you're musical. I'm, I'm a groupie. Right. <laughs> right. You were always my groupie though. Or not, never. Always. Oh, that's sweet. Always. That's interesting. I, I, uh, I can see you being a famous. I think being an actor, uh, would be a little tougher in the sense of you're never really yourself. I think an actor always is somebody else and having to create somebody else where a musician tends to wear their emotions, like you said, a little bit more on their shoulder and, you know, share them more to the world and be able to, to get them out through music. So I, I, I like, I like that answer. I'm, I'm with you on it. All right. All right. Craig, would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great great grandchildren? That's a, that's a tough question. I mean, I love to do like the genealogy research. I've been doing it for years uh, and, and, and just looking at family history and, and we've been able to go really far back in my family history. But I think it would be super interesting to see how what I'm trying to instill into my children now, if that pays off a few generations from now, I think I'd have to say I'd want to go into the future and see, you know, what what my great great grandchildren are like, just to see if if uh, if maybe you know, I've uh, I've instilled and in, and in, you know we've kind of cre- helped create better people in the world down the road. Well, I hope we'd have, uh, but I almost don't want to know. Uh, I would say I'd rather I'd rather uh, meet my ancestors. I'm really interested in 
the genealogy and the finding your roots show and my family we don't have nearly as much information on as yours and we have I have all these like little mysteries that I'd love to solve so I I think I'd really be interested in my ancestors and how I became who who I am you know because they say that every generation adds to your story and how did we get this story to being here I know recently but not Not, over time right right that's that's interesting. I can hear you on that. Okay, here's here's one. Here's another one for you. Okay. Would you rather lose your keys or lose your cell phone? Lose my keys because I can call you on my cell phone to come pick me up. <laughs> that's true. That is that that's the very typical you thinking logically about it. You know, oh well, if I lose my cell phone, I can't call anybody. But if I lose my keys, I at least have my cell phone to call somebody. That's All right, I can call AAA. <laughs> that's true. That is absolutely true. I, I'm gonna go the other end, and I'm gonna because I think I'm gonna dig more into the meaning, the deep meaning of this question. Losing your keys means you can't go anywhere, where losing your cell phone means that nobody can bother you. So I'd rather be able to go somewhere and not be bothered versus not being able to go somewhere. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, your cell phone has so much information, though. It's it's your it's your way to connect to the world. I know, but I mean, we we I tell you all the time about how like I used to love. Nowadays, it's not this way because you travel and your cell phone still works in other countries. But uh, when we were younger and before we had children, we'd go on those trips to wherever Mexico or Jamaica, and your cell phone wouldn't work, so nobody could get in touch with you, and there was no cell service or internet in those play in those resorts. But now you go to those. Now all of those resorts have. Internet and cell phone service works everywhere. That's why my dad always liked the vacation house when we were little because nobody could, we left and you couldn't, oh, well, you can't get me. Right. I now know. we don't, now no matter where you are, you can. It's, they, yeah, they can get you. They can get you no matter what. So I, I would say cell phone. I, I hear why you are saying keys. I understand. All right. Would you rather fail or never try? I think that's super easy for me. I would rather fail and I have failed and I think. You've I failed multiple times, so you've got to try. I I would rather you know try and fail than never try at all. I think that's a famous quote from somebody, if I'm not mistaken. But um, yeah, I think that for me, I would rather you know fail. And in the past, I think with things that I have done, both in you know relationship wise and professionally, I've failed. And I think I've learned from that failure, and that failure helps you grow as a person. Yeah, I think fail. Um as well, because you don't know if you're going to fail until you try. You know, you you go into it expecting that you're going to figure it out. So, um, well, and I think anybody who is an entrepreneur or a business owner, you know, they've they've failed. They've had you've had to have tried something and failed. If you are a person who has never failed and everything's gone perfect for you, then I want to meet you because you've been you know somebody so you've been touched. There's a miracle upon. Oh you. yeah, ideas don't pan out all the time, but you know you you keep moving forward. So I I agree. I agree with that one. So I would definitely say fail as opposed to not try. Definitely. All right. So back back to you. And this is this is a this will be a, a great one for you. This is this is about all of the ones that we got. This is the one I think I'm the most interested to see what's inside your head on. Would you rather work in a group or work alone? I want to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a choice though. I'm gonna go with group, even though I think sometimes it's easier to get something just do it myself and get it done. 
that's not always the most productive way to do it. Because if you're trying to do everything in a vacuum, you can't get anything done. You, you know, sometimes you need other ideas, you need resources, you need help. And if you're in a group, you can spread those tasks out. And I so um, although group work can be very frustrating, if you don't have a team behind you, um, you're not you're not going to be as successful because you have to be honest, like my ego isn't so big as to know that to say that I know everything and I can do everything. I need to be realistic about how many hats I have on my head. So even though I really want to say work alone, I'm going to go with group. Yeah, I think for me, you know, and I, I think I sort of clutch to that disc profile, that high eye that I have. Like, I think I would always want the group. Like, I need to have the group to to tell me that I'm doing a good job. I need to have the group to, you know, be there to support me. And I need to have a group to laugh at my jokes when I tell them, you know, where, where the working alone, even though there are days where I'm so happy to be working from home and alone, or if I'm the only one in the office on, you know, late night or early in the morning, like that's great, but it's only great for a period of time. I think that in the scheme, in the whole realm, I'd rather be in a group setting as much as possible. All right. I Yes, I, I agree. Okay. Would you rather be stuck on an island alone or with someone who talks incessantly? I think this goes back to what I was just saying, which is as much as I think being stuck on an island alone and having, you know, the soccer ball Wilson as my as my partner, I think at the end of the day, I'd rather be with somebody who talks incessantly just because, I again, I would I, I think I would have a hard time being alone with myself and my thoughts. I'm a, I need people. I need to be around. I'm a people person. I like to I like to have people around. So I'm not Tom Hanks, you know, stranded on an island uh, with all those FedEx deliveries. I think. I think I'm, I'm much more of I'll deal with, you know, Janice from Friends instead, <laughs> instead of, OK, maybe that might be a step too far. But I would deal with somebody who talks incessantly um, instead of being by myself. What about you? So when I read this question, I immediately thought of a trip we took with my grandmother. We um, my whole family, we went up to the up north and we took her with us and I was trying to read my book all the way up. I was trying to read my book while we were had downtime. We're in the car on the way home, and she turns to me and says, "Man, that must be a great book. You have not put it down." And I felt I this was horrible. I should never have done this. I turned to her and I said, "That's because you have talked incessantly. I'm only on the second page." <laughs> so I immediately thought initially, um, stuck on an island alone, uh, and then because because of that scenario and then uh, that was terrible she she was a, de- a dear woman and i loved her but um that that was what i thought of when they were talking about in you know talking incessantly so i don't know like i i, I think i might want my wilson my wilson ball it depends on how many books i have to read i guess read <laughs> if you if you have unli- if you can get to amazon and download things through kindle then you're right, good. it's a whole different story. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> I'm just twiddling my thumbs alone. I guess I want somebody to talk to. Yeah, right. If, if you get, if you, if you can have Audible, you're great. Um, all right, so here's one for you. Um, would you rather have more money or more time? More time. You know, you can always make more money. You can't make more time. And it's a blessing to have the time to be able to do things with your family and with your kids. And, you know, when you're running constantly and you're you're overscheduled, your kids are overscheduled, you're trying to be everything to everybody, 
it doesn't matter how much money you have. Um, you know, one of the things that we've talked about as in terms of what we're doing for our business is we could be bigger, but we'd be busier. We would wear more hats. Where are our values and what do we value as a couple? And we are making business decisions as that with that as a model because we want to be going to baseball. We want to be able to pick the kids up at school. I want to be able to have half days with them. So there are, unfortunately, sometimes there are trade-offs. And, you know, I think that having the ability to be with the kids and help them through this emotional time in life right now, I'm really glad to have the time. I'm still working, but I have the ability to move move the parts around to make everybody a little bit happy. Not always, but everybody. So definitely time. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think, you know, it kind of ties into a lot about what we talked about on last week's episode when we talked about boundaries and and understanding that if you're a business owner, especially, especially if you're married, if you're with your spouse, your significant other, your partner, and you're married and you run a business together, it's very hard to not immerse yourself in it and lose all of that time and to work constantly, to only focus on it that, you know, every time you go on a date night, you talk about work and we still catch ourselves a lot of times, you know, we'll have a date night or we'll be sitting, you know, at your parents' lake house or we'll be relaxing on our back patio and we shouldn't be talking about work and we have to catch ourselves. And we talked about it. We talked about it before, you know, that, that whole, well, let's talk about it on Monday sort of attitude that we take. And I agree. Like you can't make time. And if you throw that time away, then, you know, you need to, you never get to, you never get it back. You never get those moments back. You never get the little league or you never get seeing that school musical back. So you have to take that time when, when it's there. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent on this time is, is definitely uh, what it would be for me as well. So would you rather have the good news or the bad news first then? Well, I'm, if, if I had a preference, I, I prefer the sandwich. I prefer the uh, the good news, bad news, good news sandwich, where you ju- you, you got to have two good news, two good things, and a bad thing in the middle, and you and you you sandwich it together. So you you know you feel like oh, um, I think more often than not, I would rather have the bad news first and then the good news if I was the only my only choice. Um, you know, I think that at least coming. <laughs> Is there a right answer? I don't know. At least coming out of hearing bad news, if you hear something good, you're like, okay, it wasn't so bad. Where I think if you hear the bad news last, you're like, oh, you forget what the good news even was. So I think that's where I would I would go with it. I don't want any bad news. <laughs> don't tell me anything bad. Um, I think about the good news first. Yeah? Because I think once I hear the bad news, the good news is not going to get any attention. At least if I get some good news first, I, in that moment, I can enjoy it before I get to the bad news. I mean, if I could have a good news bad news, good news sandwich, that would be great. Or if I could just not have bad news. Yeah, right. That would be ideal. That would be ideal, not having bad news. All right. Would you rather have an unlimited gift certificate to a restaurant or to a clothing store? My initial reaction was restaurant. Mm -hmm. But you are an amazing cook. I don't do any of the cooking, so it's not like it's a break for me to get a restaurant food. Um, I'm not a really big like clothes horse person, so it might be a good idea for me to have an unlimited uh, gift certificate to a clothing store because then I would probably 
be more apt to buy things. So I'm going to go with um, clothing store. Yeah, I would go with clothing store as well. I think that's pretty easy for me. I do love to cook and cooking is never a problem. And I, I when, with restaurants, I'm the kind of person who I wouldn't want the same restaurant. I would have to have like unlimited gift certificates to every restaurant or any restaurant because I like trying different restaurants. Right. So um very, there are very few restaurants that I like to go to over and over and over again. I kind of like to try new ones. For me, it would definitely be a, a good clothing store, like that I can continue to go and buy clothes all the time that are fun. I like clothes <laughs> and shoes. I have to have shoes. You're a hoodie guy. I like hoodies. I could go for a couple hoodies. Yeah, you're constantly <laughs> buying hoodies. Right. Okay. Would you rather have? many good friends or one very best friend? I feel like all of my questions are like very geared towards my my high eye and like I think I would still say many good friends because I like having a lot of people instead of one best friend. I, I like the idea of having a best friend that I can instill everything into but I have you and you're my best friend and nobody's Aww. ever going to top that you know so I think for me it would be having many good friends so that you know I'm always surrounded by a groups of people as opposed to just one close I person. think I'm in a phase of my life now where I have a few good friends. I think growing up, I always had like one close friend and that was really it. Um, it's a different dynamic to have many good friends and one best friend. I still love my best friend, um, but it's different because I can go to my good friends for different needs. And I think that we're at a station in life, uh, you know, where we have kids in school and playing sports. And so we're around a lot of different similar people that are in similar places that we are. And so I think it, it, it lends itself more to all of us, you know, especially right now with everything going on in the world and we're all homeschooling and staying home with our children. It lends a lot to us being able to commiserate with each other. So if you get a lot of those good friends, you need that and you need that emotional support, especially right now, I'm having a good day today and, but you're not, I can support you and tomorrow when you're not having a good day, I can support you. Right, right. Vice versa and vice versa. Exactly. So that's, that's, I think that's, uh, we're kind of on the same page with that. All right, here you go. Here's one for you. This is a this could be a tough one for you. I think, would you rather live in Antarctica or the Sahara desert? So would you rather be cold all the time or would you rather be hot all the time? All right. So I'm cold all the time. It has to be like 85 degrees outside for me not to be out in the evening with a hoodie and a blanket. <laughs> But right now it's really warm. And I think I'm going to go with the Antarctica because I can always layer up and get warmer. When it's really hot out, there's nothing you can do to get any cooler. Like, there's just nothing you can do. Right. I'm I'm 100% with you on this one. Like, I feel like it would be Antarctica every day of the week just for the fact of I can put layers on and warm up. If I'm outside and I'm hot and sweaty in the Sahara Desert, you can't cool down. There's no cooling down. I mean, I feel like, yeah, it would have to be... Uh, always, always where I can put a couple layers on. Well, warm. and you're always, you're always hot and I'm always cold. So if I'm comfortable, you're hot. So you know, we, we got a new bed this year and I had to spring for the, the little heat pad, the sleep number heat pad. So that like, I can warm up just my side of the bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. All right. There you go. Oh, last question. All right. All right. Would you rather be fluent in all languages or be a master of every musical instrument? Wow, that's kind of interesting. I mean, I already I I already play a few different instruments. 
maybe not proficiently and definitely not a master, but I have the ability to play. But, oh, man, that is tough. I think I'm going to go with proficient and fluent in all languages. And I think it would just be cool, one, is then you could travel anywhere and just be able to speak the language. And two is, is you could communicate with anybody. And we work in an industry, in the construction industry, where there are a lot of different languages sometimes around the projects. And so it's it's one of those things where it would I feel like some days that I wish I was a little more fluent or could speak other languages, you know, instead of just the little bit of, you know, Portuguese that I could speak and, you know, a little bit of Spanish that I can speak. Like, it'd be nice to be able to be a little more fluent. So. You stole my answer. I think that's what I... And when, I'm th- when I think about this question, I definitely think I just don't have an ear for for things. Um, the first question was about music. This one has music in it. I'm not great at languages. So I, I think I don't have that like whatever auditory processor I need for all those things. But I would say language as well. I mean, I can say you're the best in Portuguese and that's about it. Great. I mean, I think that uh, it would be awesome to be I mean, I would love both of these. Uh, it would be awesome to be like a master of every musical instrument and be like Prince and play 17 different instruments or whatever it was, you know, be able to play the harp or whatever. But I also think that where I'm at in my life, like if I was a master at every musical instrument, I don't think I'm becoming like, you know, the next pop star or anything. I'm in my forties. I don't look like a pop star, so I don't see it paying. I don't see it paying off as much as the language thing could pay off for me, I guess. So what you're saying is we need to invest in some Rosetta Stone. We should, we should definitely do that. We should definitely check that out. So we should start wrapping it up, but what are, you know, this is a great exercise, Allison, to, for, you know, people to try at home with their own partner or, or spouse, um, what, what are some other things that people could, you know, think about doing to help bond yourselves? Yeah. So, I mean, we did this as part of the podcast, but it's definitely a fun date night. Um, I just got, I grabbed some of these questions off the internet. There's a ton of different types of questions, you know, Google 25 questions to ask your spouse, you know, journal prompts, quarantine, you know, games, gratitude, discussions, um, whatever. There's so many uh, templates out there, depending on where you are in your station of life, that you can download and kind of make a game out of it. Well, I think the key thing to remember and, and what this exercise can do is it can give you that break and take you away from those, you know, that monotony, that Every day, this is what we do at this time. You know, we sit down and we watch this TV show at eight o'clock and nothing else. Or we watch TV between here and here. This is a good way to kind of break that up and, and, you know, still be able to reconnect with that, that person. And we say this all the time. And part of the reason why we're doing this podcast is, is that we spend a lot of time together. We spend, you know, you and I spend more time than the average married couple does because we work together, we own a business together, and then we come home together, and then we have to raise our children together. And so we, you know, we are um, constantly trying to figure out ways to, you know, keep ourselves engaged and not let ourselves, you know, not let ourselves fall into that same, you know, routine that kind of, you know, takes, you know, takes, I don't want to say the spice out of everything, but you yeah. know where I'm getting at? Yeah, you know, we've gone on dates and, you know, we've preset the rule. We're not going to talk about the kids. We're not going to talk about work. And then we kind of look at each other in the restaurant and we're like, okay, what do we talk about? Right. You know, so if you're in a station of life where you're so entrenched in work and the kids that you need a break, it's great to have a jumping off point. 
you know, to start that discussion. And there's no wrong answer. You know, it, this isn't a this isn't these aren't things you're going to fight or bicker about. I mean, you might. But... Right. But it's it's it could be a way to to, you know, again, reconnect, rekindle that connection with with your significant other. So it's definitely something you try, you know, go and do a would you rather with your spouse slash business partner this week and see and, and see what comes of and it. And tell us how it went. Yeah, let us know. And you can let us know on social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BizMarried, B-I-Z-M-A-R-R-I-E-D. Um, you can search for us on Facebook, Married with a Business. You can email us, marriedwbiz at gmail.com. And uh, we hope that you continue to listen. You know, we um, are trying to help and connect with people that not only live together and raise a family together and are important to each other at home, but also important to each other in the business and that work together and that are trying to grow or have grown and are operating a business, you know, together in their marriage. So thanks. We're married with a business. We'll see you next week. Bye.